Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Traumatized. So it's been a year since my relationship ended, and unfortunately, ending in December, when it is Christmas time, is for a lot of people very emotionally draining and extremely disappointing, not to mention hurtful and to a lot of people can be disaster, disastrous. Um, I've had a lot to, you know, go about and think about while doing this whole thing and, you know, learning about who I am, learning about who she is, uh, the reality of what I could have done things that could have changed in my past, you know. And of course, you know, the obvious thing is is you can't change your past. So there's really no sense in thinking about it or discussing it too much because it's just futile and all the energy you're going to spend on saying, oh, if only I had done this, if only I had made these changes or said this to her or whatever, it's pointless because you can't do anything about it. It'd be nice to think about it. You know, it's one of those things where you go, oh, if only that would have been so cool. And then you get all these crazy ideas in your head, but you can't do anything about it. But still, there are a lot of things that I have realized now in the year since it's happened. And the one thing, well, there's multiple points, but I think the biggest point that I have come to understand in my life today since then is that I should have been better aware of what was going on. And I should have been capable and confident enough in myself to end that relationship long before we had ever moved in together. It would have saved me a lot of money and a lot of effort and energy and time that I wasted trying to basically make the relationship work, you know, make it solvable and keep it going when the reality is, is that I should never have done it. It should have ended back then at the first signs when she was being emotionally manipulative and over the top and using her you know her uh, emotional damage and abuse and her trauma that she was had experienced throughout her the majority of her life against me as a weapon i should have taken the advice of a few of my friends back in the day and seen the light and called it off much earlier than it went. Because if I had known and if I had been able to see and get a much have a much better understanding of what was actually going on, I would have I would have been able to make the right decision and not feel guilty or have tons of doubt in, you know, we all have doubt when we're when we're making big life-changing decisions 
and this ultimately was a very life-changing decision that I, that I would have had to have made. And unfortunately, because I was so beaten down and so manipulated and emotionally drained that I didn't have the confidence in me to step up and make the right choice, which was to end this relationship before it got out of hand. I wish I had, because it would have been, you know, I, I would have been in better shape and I would have had my life not gotten so crazy. And that's the, one of those things that is hearsay or wishful thinking, right? Like there's multiple terms that I can use to describe the way I feel and the reality of the situation. The reality is, of course, that I wasn't able to have the confidence inside within me to say enough, this is over, I can't take this anymore. And she always, I remember one thing she did say often is that I'm the only person that she knew that would put up with her stuff, her crap as much as I did. And, I, and, and that's the thing. There, here's, here's the strange irony and kicking myself in the ass that it stands out is, in all honesty, I should not have put up with all the shit that happened. The crap that she put me through, the emotional abuse and the manipulation that she handed down onto me over the f nearly four years... It shouldn't, I should never have allowed it to go on for as long as it did. It was truly insanity, but I just didn't feel like I could make that choice. And here's the reasons. Like there, there are a number of reasons why I was not capable of making the ultimate choice of sacrificing the relationship when, I, when it should have been done. It was because... My level of self-confidence was at such a low point that I really thought that if I were to quit this relationship, that there's a good odds, there's, there's a really good chance that I would not find another person. I would be alone for a very long time or possibly for the rest of my life, that this relationship was, was too good to just quit on. But of course, back then, you don't know these things. This isn't something that you realize back then, which is interesting because, if, of course, if I had realized that back in the day, I would have made the choice. I would not have hesitated. But it was, it's, not a, it's not simple by any means, and that's the sad part of all this, is that if it were simple, a lot of us would be making these choices way easier but many life choices that we come across, by no means are they simple or easy. That's the whole point of why things are complex. Relationships are complex. You fall in love with somebody and you love them so much and you're so into them and you want to do everything for them and you want to do all that you can to make things work that you often put up with a lot of shit and a lot of abuse and some of it isn't not, you know, not on purpose, you know, some of it is just they get angry or there's things that are occurring or there's poor communication between the two of you. There's all sorts of excuses and reasons. But 
it it's it's a common theme in relationships. A lot of relationships in the world today are far from perfect. Like if perfect was a hundred out there, the majority of relationships are probably in 30 or 40%, right? Now, I know a lot of you would not admit it, especially ones that are in relationships where things, there's often some squabbling, uh, misunderstandings, some fights, you know, things where people, one or the other person says mean things that they don't intend to say, but, you know, you can't take it back. But a lot of us refuse to admit to ourselves that things are rocky. Things are not exactly in a great place. And that is, that is a lot of the problem when you really think about it is we aren't, we're, we, we love someone so much and we're willing to put up with so much of their crap and their abuse and their manipulation that we won't ever admit to ourselves that there is a problem. It only comes ahead and comes to a point where it's so bad and it's just so intense that you literally are so frustrated and you lash out. And I'm not saying at that person, you know, physically or verbally, but you just, you lose it. And it's just so intense and so crazy inside that you finally have had enough and you finally just you just can't have had anymore or handle anymore and you quit and you say, that's it. We're over. I'm done. I can't take this anymore. This is of course how it usually goes. So it's quite common for a lot of us to never admit to ourselves when things are just starting to go bad, that we are in a bad relationship and that this doesn't, or it should not go on anymore. If, if we were better at seeing our own, you know, system and being better aware of our needs and our, and, you know, setting our boundaries and being stir, uh, firm with these boundaries to other people, it could be a lot better for us. And it would be easier for us to say to ourselves, this isn't right. This isn't working. This is not what I want ultimately in a relationship that's going to be lifelong and that I'm going to spend the rest of my life with this person. This isn't this this is how it should be. Now, again, like I said, unfortunately, the reality is that that isn't necessarily the case. More often than not, a lot of people, a good majority of people out there who get into a relationship don't have that strength and that self-confidence to do that on a whim or just you know, follow that gut feeling and go, no, 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 I can't do this. Fuck you, go away, get lost. That's not the case for a lot of people. It's sad. It truly is sad because just think of all the stress and the anxiety and the pain that we would save ourselves from if more of us were safe and felt confident enough in ourselves and respected our needs to the point where if that relationship, there's any self-doubt or any second guessing at all that you will not stay and not take the abuse that you are getting for such a long time. And I, I understand that emotions are, are strongly tied with that person. And 
it's not an easy thing to just pull away and go, okay, that's it. I'm done. I can't, I can't take this anymore. Like without having any kind of like where you second guess yourself or you, you get extremely stressed out because you say, you, you, you say to yourself in your mind, I hate this, but I love this person so much, right? Like it's a back and forth battle. It's like good versus evil, the, the morals versus the, 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 the love and the, and the, the attraction. And that's where a lot of people struggle, which is why a lot of people, and a lot of them are women, unfortunately, that stay in relationships that are abusive because they don't know where else they can go. Despite everything that that person has done to them over the years, they love that person so much that they just don't want to quit because they keep thinking to themselves, that person one day is going to get better and they're going to change their behavior and they won't do this anymore. And each time it happens, they keep saying, I, I should go, I should go. And their friends are telling them, why do you stay in this relationship? What the hell? This guy is beating you. He's abusive. He yells at you. He calls you names. He treats you like shit. And you're staying. And the girl's going, yeah, I know, I know. I just, I just don't know what to do. Like, you know, like it's so complicated and it's, and it's eating them up inside and they just don't know what to say and they don't know how to, to move forward. And it's, it's extremely frustrating because you see it all the time. There are millions of relationships out there where, and more often than not, it is the woman who is the one that's getting abused and beaten and manipulated and, and, and talk down to where they don't leave despite the obvious truth staring them right in the face saying, hey, this is not healthy. This is not right. You need to get the hell out of here. Now, sometimes they have children and they don't want to take their, that child away from the father despite the fact that he's abusive as hell. So it is complicated. I understand that. I'm not saying it's just as simple as just picking up and leaving. Although some people have done that. Some women have said, all right, next Friday, he's going on a trip with his friends to wherever for a few days. During that time, we're going to pack up our shit. We're going to get out of here. We're going to leave and he's never going to see us again. There have been people who have done this. And it takes a lot of strength and a lot of courage to do it. And it's hard. But yet when they finally get out and they finally find a place or they're sharing uh, with their best friend for a few months until they get back up on their feet and they've got some money, it, that, that's, that feeling of relief and freedom is so energizing and so amazing inside that they finally sit there and they think to themselves, why didn't I do this earlier? I should have done this years ago. Think of all the stress and the anxiety and abuse I would have saved for myself if I had done this earlier. Yeah, I know. Easier said than done. I get it. It's, you know, a lot of us don't necessarily see it until it happens. That is just reality. So... Yeah, I, I've said to myself so many times, I should have ended it 
a lot sooner. There were a few times at the beginning of the relationship, I think it was like five, six months in after every all the fun, silly stuff had, had come to an end and we were starting to get more serious. When she was getting upsetting, getting upset and, and getting angry at me for the silliest things that I'm standing there in, in, in my mind going, what the hell is this? This is insane. Why does she get, why is she getting so upset at something so insignificant, so unnecessarily, right? And it does happen. A lot of people go through this. They get, they get in a relationship and the person's getting upset over the dumbest thing. And you, sit to, and, you, and you sit there and you say to yourself, that didn't have to happen. We could have had a nice, calm, adult discussion about what happened and we could have resolved this without the anger and the, the name calling and the insults. But they're never able to say it because they're too scared to say anything. One, either because they don't want the relationship to end or they're afraid that the person that they say it to is going to get even angrier and get even more abusive, possibly physically hitting them. So, yeah. But I know, I know, I've, I, I've, it's, it's one of those things where I ponder on it and I try not to think about it too much because it just stirs up emotions and it gets me angry and feeling stupid because I should have known better. I should have not allowed myself to be suckered in and stick around like I did. I, I, can't, I can't remember how many times during the nearly four years that we were together, how, like the things that she did. Like it, she only, I think she only tried to strike me a couple times. She, she did hit me like a few times where she was, you know, punching me and, and trying to, and then one time where she, she tried to choke me when she got really upset. That was pretty extreme, but there were times where she threw things at me in the kitchen she broke a couple things, uh, my stuff, of course, but um, most of the time it was it was a lot of verbal abuse and manipulation and getting angry like Jekyll and Hyde. She could be the sweetest, nicest person in the world when she was in a good mood and she could be generous and kind and, you know, be able to do, you could do anything. But the moment she got pissed off, it was like, this this gigantic monster would come out and it you would honestly go holy shit how did where did this come from right it well obviously it came from her years and years of being abused in her family which is coming out through her now because obviously she still needs to get more help and more work before she's even going to be close to, to in that healed status but yeah it, there, there was just times where it would be the stupidest thing and it would be so inconsequential to what was going on, but it would, she would get upset about it. And then she would, she would get angry and her voice would raise. And then of course I'd get triggered. And all I could think of was, Oh crap, what did I do now? And Oh, here we go again. And then I'd get all stuck and, and freeze up and I wouldn't be able to make any sense. And so that would just make her even more angry. 
and it was just a repeat, right? There were there were so many times where at the end of the fight, I would just be sitting there going, "What the hell was that?" Like it, it's like it would be like standing in front of like at the side of the tracks and a speeding train, like a bullet train going by at 300 clicks an hour. And you're going, what the hell was that? Right? Like you just, you don't, you don't have a clue. You don't, you can't explain it. You don't understand. It's just confusing and hurtful and it makes you angry and confused. And that's basically what it was. I'd, I'd be laying there or I'd be the, there a few times where she forced me to leave, right? She said, you got to leave now. I, I get lost, get out of here. And I'd be driving home and I'd be going, what happened? It was like so quick and so, you know, like all of a sudden just out of nowhere and, and aggressive that, I couldn't remember what had happened. Like it was like I'm I'm I was having a conversation and I was discussing something or bringing up uh, a a point and all of and then all of a sudden it turned into a major fight and her getting angry and yelling at me and I'm just going whoa what what's going on here? I was just trying to do this and all of a sudden it just blew up in my face and now I'm getting yelled at and and she's angry and she's storming off into her room because I've I don't know <laughs> it it was just one of those things that you just it it was so confusing and so it it would create such high levels of anxiety that it it got to the point where I was just gone Right. I, I couldn't, I was only, I was at the point where I couldn't take anymore. I was at that peak. You know, you go, you can only get so far before the, the slightest thing is going to set you off just like that. Right. We all have our, we all have our boiling point, but it doesn't, it doesn't happen in a day. It takes weeks, months, even years for that boiling point to hit before every time something happens, we're already gone. We're steaming on the, on the on the stove and we're it's because we're right at 98 degrees and we're not getting any lower but we're not getting any hotter unless it blows up and then all of a sudden boom we're at 100 and we're just gone. That's the problem. And I should have been able to recognize that so much sooner. But because of my trauma and because of my fear of abandonment and being so lost and and convinced that I was no I wasn't worth anything I was I was nothing I wouldn't meet anybody else I'd be alone for the rest of my life that I put up with it and said okay it's going to get better one day it'll it'll improve she'll stop or maybe I'll figure it out and then we'll be happy and then everything will be fine and of course it just never happened I couldn't get anywhere. I couldn't make any progress. So yeah, there is there are explanations as to why it just doesn't go the way you want it to go. There was our our relationship started about ten months before the pandemic hit, and we. I remember it was March of 2020, just after my birthday. 
and the the things that were significant in my life and that are the the memories that I remember that really hit it off was hearing on the news that the NBA had postponed a game and were canceling all further games until who knows when. And then the National Hockey League did the same thing a couple of days later because everybody's going, why didn't the NHL do the same? Blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden, all the stores closed and everything, you know, and then the, the mandates and the and the lockdown started where we weren't able to go out to any place unless you absolutely had to. And then if we needed to, we had to wear a mask and always clean our hands and sanitize. And she and I made a decision that we're going to have, because we're not living in the same place, obviously, at that moment, that we're going to, we should not get together. We should just, we, we need to stay at our separate locations for the next who knows how long, which ended up being about four and a half months, I think. And it got a little insane then because she was playing games with me. She was saying, I think I'd, I really want to see you. And I said, I do too. And then when I was thinking, okay, let's do this, then she'd get all like, why aren't you thinking about safety? Why are, why are you not questioning this? And I'd be going, oh my God, you wanted to see me and now you're doing this? This is the moment that I should have ended it. And to be honest, it was awful close. We were we were having a conversation and I remember it, it was very close. I almost did end it, but yeah, that it was just that urge to stay with it because I wasn't I thought we could make it work. See, this was the beginning. This is when I really should have done it. But I just didn't have the courage and I didn't have the strength to do it. And I should have recognized the signs that I was being manipulated and the emotional and verbal abuse was just starting and it was going to get worse. And there have been other people who have seen it. Like I have a, I have a few friends and, a, and another person who used to be a friend of mine who had seen examples where she was telling me what to do. Right. And, and she said, I should have been able to make my own choices. But she said, no, you're going to do this. You're going to get this. And then I remember in September of 2022, not long before, like a few months before it ended, where there was a friend of hers who was also a friend of mine at the time that came and visited us at our house. And we had a conversation where she was kind of scared because she was being unfair to me and she was verbally abusive and and she noticed this stuff and she was kind of not feeling all that comfortable because she was noticing it herself. And there were a few times where she was saying things about me when I wasn't there. And so it was just, kind of, you know, just establishing and confirming shit, all the stuff for me that was going on. So there were all these signs, but it's that, inability to see in the moment what is happening. You need to be out of the situation for a period of time before you can ever really know what the truth is and what you should have done. And of course, we're going to have regrets. Whether or not we want to admit it to ourselves, we will have regrets where we should have done things differently and it would have saved ourselves a lot of grief and a lot of anxiety. And possibly we could be better off today if we had. But we all know that that's just not reality. 
there are a few people out there that do do it, but the vast majority of us fail to act when it is necessary because we don't have the self-confidence and we're not self-aware of the situation and we can't see the reality and what is needed to be done and to save ourselves and take care of our needs first. All right, everybody. This is the final episode for 2023. Um, a couple of days from now, it's going to be 2024. Uh, on the 3rd of January will be the first of the mini episodes, the 10-minute episodes. If uh, these things, these episodes are popular and people are enjoying them, then I may bring them back as a permanent thing. Uh, I am thinking of making some changes to the show, but I'm looking for some input uh, from my audience. So if, if there's anything you can suggest, anything at all, if you think the episodes are too long, if they're too short, if there's any kind of topics that you would like to hear about, let me know. Tell me. Don't, don't just keep it to yourself. You got to tell me in order for things to get improved and, you know, a more enjoyable experience for you out there listening to me. Contact me, email me, traumatizedpodcast2023 at gmail.com. I am on all the social media, Twitter, Mastodon, Threads, Blue Sky. It's all traumatized PC. You can go to my website, www.traumatizedpodcast.link. My, all my episodes, previous from my older podcast and the current one, are all on YouTube. So go look for Traumatized Podcast on YouTube and you'll be able to find them all there. And you'll be able to listen to every single one, plus all the extra videos and the bonus podcasts that I did. Okay. Thanks, everybody, for a great 2023. I hope you guys... Stay healthy and happy and have a very happy new year. And I will talk to you all in 2024. Bye.